insights from the world's best medical minds. This is therightdoctors.com. Welcome to a special podcast on the unfolding coronavirus pandemic. You are hearing this on India's leading medical knowledge platform, therightdoctors.com. I am Dr. Anil Parikh, President, Medical Affairs and Clinical Research at IPCA. And joining me on this show is Dr. Sudhir Bhandari. Dr. Sudhir Bhandari is currently the principal at SMS Medical College and Hospital Jaipur. Dr. Bhandari is an experienced physician and diabetologist and also a fellow of Royal College of Physicians London and Edinburgh. Dr. Bhandari has a unique distinction of being honorary physician to his, to his Excellency, the Governors of Rajasthan. Dr. Sudhir Bhandari, congratulations on the management of patients of COVID-19. I believe you have successfully treated two COVID-19 three. Uh, three COVID-19 yes, positive patients. I think uh, there was a couple, a couple with it, a couple of Italian patients. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Can uh, you uh, please? Because everybody wants to know how yeah. you manage. So can you please elaborate what uh, yeah. treatment was given to these yeah. patients? Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Parikh. It's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I represent one of the biggest, uh, the Pioneer Institute of Asia SMS Medical College Institute. We were well aware of that the corona issue is COVID-2 is happening all around. So we were very sensitized. Mm. If you recollect, we had the great experience of handling swine flu epidemic seven, eight years before. And we have been getting a lot of cases of swine flu, all the terminal respiratory pneumonia patients. So when we were prepared for this, much before the first patient came, we had studied. We have a core team of consultants in SMS Medical College. We studied a lot of literature. We checked up a lot of trials, etc. And when these first three patients, one Italian couple and a uh, elderly or Indian person from Dubai came, second and third were the senior citizen with high risk group. Okay. The uh, second was a 69 year old Italian with the emphysema. Third was 85-year-old Indian with a renal failure. So it was a real challenge with us. We checked up the literature and whenever a COVID patient comes, you know, it requires intense medical management, intense supportive management. And definitely we had to work upon anything which we can do to reduce the viral replication and to reduce the virus load. So the moment these patients came, they were corona positive, tested twice. They had significant medical issues of breathlessness, high fever, respiratory distress, etc., etc. Then along with the standard medical management, the supportive treatment, we started working on the antiviral drug or our bottom line was to reduce viral load. Having seen a lot of literature for chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine, a lot of trials which are going on to have antiviral effect, along with the two of the antiviral drugs, that is lopinavir, as well as ritonavir. So we started using a combination of hydroxychloroquine, which we gave for five days. And then we coupled up this with the lopinavir and ritonavir. We made a protocol. All these patients we had taken the consent. We started this protocol and we were monitoring the side effect, if at all any. So, so our this, uh, sense of... Set- so they were introduced... Yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, a day after or how soon they were introduced no the the the, the moment they tested positive, positive okay we and because there is a definite indication of giving antiviral drugs because yeah. they were significantly symptomatic Mm-hmm. The, that's a reason because they were symptomatic, symptomatic saturation was little compromised, breathlessness okay. was there. So the moment second sample confirmed that they are corona positive, we introduced this combination of three drugs. 
I believe you consulted ICMR also for treating this patient. Is there any guideline to practitioners from ICMR on this? Yes. In fact, what happened coincidentally, the ICMR team happened to be in our institute same day. So okay. we discussed with the ICMR that we in intention to reduce a viral load and we want to use this protocol and probably it was consented by them. Okay. So we use hydrochloroquine coupled up with the lopinavir and retinavir. Yeah. So what is the benchmark to consider if the patient has been treated successfully? Now, what happened, the moment the, we, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The moment repeated testing or how long no, patient no, should no, be followed? No, no, I tell you, what do we do? It was our initial experience. So uh -huh. we were closely monitoring, if at all, any side effect, which was not there. Day one, along with this treatment and other supportive treatment, patient starts improving. The uh -huh. first patient lady who was 50 plus became corona negative within seven days. Yeah. Two successful testing were required to label a corona negative. Mm -hmm. The second patient who was an advanced cardiac patient and COPD patient because of being a chain smoker, he also became corona negative in the next 10 days. And the best ward, we had the third patient who was a senior citizen, 85-year-old man with a renal failure became corona negative. And all the three patients were discharged happily. So if I couple up their sequence of recovery, the sense mm -hmm. of well-being, no side effect. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that along with the giving standard medical treatment, we need to act in a direction to reduce virus load. We need to reduce the viremia. And this will be documented by fast recovery as well as corona being negative. Now, we have got six more patients positive with us. It is a very beginning of our experience. We have put on the same regime. We first we started hydroxychloroquine and we put on antiviral. If there are some, all of six have given consent to be given. Suppose we come across any person who has not been put on this regime. So shorter duration of the person on regime to be corona negative, faster the recovery, better being the respiratory symptoms, clearing of the pneumonia patch on x-ray, improvement of the oxygen saturation, requiring lesser of oxygen and uh, lesser of BiPAP support. So I'm sure over the period of time, all these uh, parameters are going to make our conviction stronger that yes, we should be able to reduce the virus load by using these newer drugs. There is a study from China where chloroquine has been used and it improved the pneumonia. And yeah, yeah. there is a study from France where they have used yeah. hydroxychloroquine with azithromycin. azithromycin. So what is your yeah, let me tell you, in fact, yeah. we checked up a lot of literature. The mm -hmm. chloroquine was used in SARS and MERS also. Mm -hmm. And yeah. because of the toxicity of these viruses, there was every valid reason that we could use this uh, chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine in our patients. Similar study, although it was a short study from France with 26 patients only, yeah, yeah. but this study clear-cut mentions that in the people whom they gave chloroquine and azithromycin, the patient's recovery was much faster and the patient became corona negative and recovery was much faster. We, uh, I think we look what studies more number of patients to be looked into uh, this perspective. Although we don't want more patients to come, but let me tell you one thing, we have been following this protocol and as the we are entering the phase three, we started getting some more patients so, you know, when the endeavor of making patient feel better, in the endeavor of making 
they recover faster to reduce the morbidity and mortality we have been uh, giving this combination of uh, uh, chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine coupled up with the lepinovir even we won't mind in a mildly symptomatic patient to give only uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine coupled up with azithromycin and could be a patient a significant symptom we could combine later the newer antiviral drugs which are very safe so i think over the period of time once we try our combination in more and more patients but preliminary observations has been it is worth giving a trial to these patients because we have got all positive results and seeing the patient recover faster I think there is an in vitro study which says that hydroxychloroquine, since it is little longer half life plus better concentration in the respiratory secretions, may be preferable. But that's uh, in vitro data. No, let, let, let me tell you one thing. Even hmm. then, in vitro data is worth considering. Hmm. More important is that the toxicity of hydroxychloroquine is much lesser and it is dose dependent. Yeah, it's better so tolerated. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is better tolerated. Yeah. I have a feeling we need to take into consideration the in vitro study definitely. But equally important is the lesser toxicity and it is a dose dependent toxicity of hydroxychloroquine. So the level of confidence of using hydroxychloroquine is much more than a simple chloroquine. And I think we, another thing is that, you know, I have been a part of uh, hydroxychloroquine as an anti-inflammatory in diabetes, very positive results. We have been using hydroxychloroquine in a number of other conditions. I have a feeling that having used even for longer and longer duration, the toxicity is very less and late. So I have a kind of confidence that in a short duration which we are aiming here, shouldn't be any problem. I think you have been part of our clinical studies as well, and yes, you have yes, been yes, yes. you have used hydroxychloroquine yes, yes. in uh, many yes. patients. So yes. your experience becomes very important. What is your uh, advice to uh, uncontrolled uh, diabetes patients? Whether the uh, Dr. diabetes Dr. is Pani, yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, anti-inflammatory role. In so far, we have been addressing all the etiologies of diabetes also, but this anti-inflammatory role of hydroxychloroquine, and I was an integral part of it. Having wonderful results, it has been an integral part of my anti-diabetic treatment. To be honest, there are so many strengths of hydroxychloroquine. It is economical. It has lesser toxicity because the dose related. It brings about a very good diabetic control and reduces the insulin sensitivity. And uh, it increases the insulin sensitivity and reduces the insulin resistance. So I feel it has a proven anti-inflammatory advantageous effect in these metabolic diseases also. So I think this antiviral effect need to be considered with very practically very low uh, toxicity profile. So another very important issue is, uh, uh, is that uh, how a practitioner uh, should deal with this? What is the current situation in Rajasthan? Now, um, I there is a community uh, yeah. spread. What measures uh, should be undertaken uh, to prevent First of this? all, I must tell you, we are entering the phase three of corona spread. Yes. So far, this COVID-18 had come from the international travelers who had come from identified countries okay. and some of the people who came in international travelers. Okay. Now we are fearing the interpersonal or community spread. <laughs> I have a feeling the way our government is proactive, way the Honorable Prime Minister has been motivating everything. We are lucky to be in this country. Yeah. I have a feeling that if each and every citizen of our country 
follows these basic principles of total isolation for next two to three weeks, following the principles of frequent hand washing, following the principles of preventing the congregation, following the principle of not going into public places. And I think it is a moral responsibility of all of us to prevent the interpersonal community spread. Now, if you look at the other countries also, first three weeks was a, almost a flat curve. Fourth and fifth week, it zoomed up like anything. So I think we keep our finger crossed. I have a appeal to all my fellow Indians, fellow colleagues, that please maintain quarantine. Especially, I would strongly appeal to my senior citizen colleagues who have diabetes, who have hypertension, who have kidney problem, who are immunocompromised, who are a COPD patient on steroids or inhalers. And for any other reason, they have a low immune status. Probably, they need to keep themselves away, keep uh, taking all the measures so, of hand wash, all the measures of... Uh, preventing the virus uh, these uh, high risk group which you mentioned besides yeah. isolation do you recommend any prophylaxis to this yes uh, to be honest there has been a lot of uh, few studies of uh, prophylaxis with again the hydroxychloroquine yeah. but i would wait for some more time okay. for having definite value for this prophylactic proposal i would like let the authenticated okay. journal like okay. new england journal or okay. i would Theoretically, I would say okay. sooner or later it will be included in prophylactic armamentarium. But you know, we stay in a, such a country that there has to be a rock solid evidence for any advice. Otherwise, little misuse or overuse of any prophylactic medication will be very detrimental. So, I would recommend for my general practitioner colleagues and doctors that if we suspect COVID manifestation, if someone has a travel history, contract history, and now even without history, because we are entering in phase three, if someone mm -hmm. has fever, cough, cold, and suspected symptoms, it will be better to meet in a consultant, better to think in direction of uh, that. And now the new ICMR guideline says that any person who has a respiratory symptom with or without contact need to be tested for COVID-19. And the moment, very important uh, thing which you are saying, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very any, now the new, advice. Yeah, new ICMR guidelines are any person who has cough, cold, fever, even without contact with the suspect or contact with the patient, need to get himself investigated because we have started having community cases. So if you are COVID positive, then I would still feel hydroxychloroquine is a great drug to begin in mild patient. With the newer studies, we may combine with azithromycin, which is again a harmless drug. And in the moderate and the severe symptoms, or if there's a patch of pneumonia on x-ray, or there's a falling oxygen saturation, falling blood pressure, there's a tachypnea, breath, general condition is low. I think we can club hydroxychloroquine with antiviral therapy, and uh, which is very safe, very well uh, like uh, effective, like lopinavir and retinavir. So I'm sure I must thank Dr. Parikh. I think uh, your dedication, Dr. Anil Parikh, your uh, research of hydroxychloroquine is helping us and I think helping country and helping world. All compliments to you, Dr. Anil Parikh. Thank you, sir. Finally, what is your advice to practitioners in rural areas? Uh, 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 my advice to practitioners in rural area will be twofold, Dr. Anil. Mm -hmm. First, advice in a present situation of COVID-18. In a present situation, my dear doctor colleagues, that we have to protect our country from entering into phase three. Mm -hmm. That is ensure complete isolation 
don't see non-critical patients this if at all you see any critical patient with respiratory symptom better you protect yourself using n95 n95 mask is not essential for public at large i must clarify there's been a retrace of acquiring n95 mask by public which is not required so it should be n95 mask for doctors only i think this is a very important advice for our rural colleagues yeah, so rural colleagues that please educate people simple three layer surgical mask is enough if someone is coughing otherwise for a common population i again repeat there is no need of mask maintain a distance of 5 to 6 feet from any person whom you are talking to or who you are interacting i normal person doesn't require any mask if someone has a cough cold sneezing You, he can use a mask triple layer and n95 is only for medics paramedics or consultant who see a patient second one of the most important thing i must share with you that uh, this virus gets when someone coughs or someone sneezes okay. this virus settles down on any of the surfaces so yeah. frequent hand washings are very very, very important, very important. Yes. one important advice i like to give you my rural colleague that the first station when this virus enters the body it is your throat uh, yeah. mucosal lining and yeah. the mucosal lining of sinuses where the virus grows so if you can take warm water few times a day and you can take a steam inhalation through your nose and mouth few times a day or after exposure you deactivate or it will help you to deactivate virus so i would strongly recommend my colleagues and the, my Uh, countryman in rural area to drink warm water to take steam etc not to worry about the mask maintain a distance frequent hand washing this is more valid for senior citizen and total isolation or quarantine in home for next 3 weeks now if someone develops the symptoms my doctor colleagues in rural area what you should do is that if the patient has a cough patient has a uh, fever patient has little breathlessness make sure you can if you are confident fine otherwise consult with a uh, higher center or a senior consultant get him examined for the covid 19 which is a new uh, icmr guidelines to test everyone with a suspected respiratory symptom and moment you find it will be logical and prudent to start hydroxychloroquine may combine azithromycin in mild cases thank Moderate you cases yeah you can combine antiviral drugs Thank you, Dr. Sudhir. It's a pleasure talking to you. I hope listening to this podcast will give the practitioners some insight on managing suspected COVID-19 cases. Thank My you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, Dr. So nice of you. Thank you, Dr. Pari. You are listening to a special podcast on unfolding coronavirus pandemic on India's leading medical knowledge platform, therightdoctors.com. I am Dr. Anil Parikh, and we'll be back with another thought leader. from the medical fraternity in our next episode till then stay safe maintain your social distance and make sure you and your staff and your patients practice the do's and don'ts as set out by the who and the ministry of health india goodbye for now take care insights from the world's best medical minds this is the rightdoctors.com